Star Wars 7x7 episode 1493. Today we wrap up our look at season 2 of Forces of Destiny with the final episodes 15 and 16. They are a disarming lesson and triple cross. Punch it Chewie. Hey, this is Matt Moore from Comics with Kenobi and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Razor. I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7. So, wrapping up Forces of Destiny Season 2 with Disarming Lesson and Triple Cross. Well, Disarming Lesson has to do with Ahsoka and Ezra, and it takes place early on in the series because Ezra still has his combination blaster slash... Um, uh, lightsaber and Ahsoka Tano is here as Fulcrum and of course this has to happen before the end of season two Twilight of the Apprentice because of course she disappears for a while so we're talking about between the finale of season one and the finale of season two anyway so Ezra is walking around with his lightsaber and Ahsoka says oh does that thing make you feel powerful and he's like yeah and so she actually disassembles it takes the kyber crystal out of it and tosses it away and says do you feel powerful now and he's like what are you doing and then she puts her lightsabers on and starts attacking him and he's like no I don't feel powerful and then he, you know, has to sink down into the force to realize that he doesn't necessarily need the lightsaber, at least to be able to evade her attacks. And so she's teaching him an interesting lesson and doing it in a rather scary way. This is a little bit different look for Ahsoka, I guess, in a way, because she's, you know, being very kind of mysterious about it. Like, oh, are you defenseless? Or he was saying like, I'm defenseless. And she's like, are you? And, you know, stuff like that. So it's kind of a, a different, more mischievous and I won't say darker exactly, but, you know, just not as angelic side of Ahsoka as we've seen before. And I thought this was also rather interesting for the fact that as far as I knew, and as I had ever recalled, when you set a kyber crystal on a lightsaber, I thought that was a pretty delicate operation. Like, it was only because of the fact that you had to be a well-trained Padawan and very skillful at manipulating the Force very carefully, very, you know, delicately, very minutely, that you would be able to put a kyber crystal in place. And so... Number one, Ahsoka just casually flicking the kyber crystal out of Ezra's lightsaber was rather shocking. And also Ezra then being able to go boink, and put it back in very quickly into his lightsaber. So that way, at you know one of the last seconds of Ahsoka's strikes, he could get his lightsaber back up and block the strike. You know, it was a, a very interesting episode in that way. And so I'm wondering if it's supposed to be meant to have us rethink the whole kyber crystal thing and how they work because that was a lot simpler and treated a lot more simply in terms of disassembling and reassembling it and so casually comparatively speaking than anything that I would have expected so that was a, an unusual episode in my estimation at least and then Triple Cross was released actually the same day as Solo A Star Wars Story and features 
our first solo a Star Wars story character, meaning Kira specifically. And not only that, but IG-88 appears and old Clone Wars slash Rebels friend Hondo Anaka appears in this one as well. And in all honesty, I'm a little bummed. I was hoping Amelia Clark would be doing the voice of Kira in this one. Not that Olivia Hack does a bad job by any stretch. She's perfectly fine as Kira, but you know, Felicity Jones stepped in for the first couple of Jyn Erso ones and, you know, Daisy Ridley has done the Ray ones. And so, you know, I was hoping, but not the case anyway. So the gist of this episode is that IG-88 is pursuing Kira because a Crimson Dawn lieutenant will fetch quite a bounty. And it turns out that IG-88 and Hondo Anaka have teamed up to capture her. And Kira basically is able to use her sharp wits to turn Hondo and IG-88 against each other. She says, you know, IG-88's bounty is bigger than the one on me. And Hondo says, well, my bounty is bigger than the two you put together. And IG-88 says, really? And I I wish that it had been, you know, interrogative, really, from IG-88, because he does that sometimes. (laughs) He states what kind of statement he's going to make before he states it. And so Honda ends up shooting IG-88 and putting stun cuffs on him. And while Hondo's distracted, Kira gets out of the stun cuffs that Hondo's put on her and ends up getting the drop on Hondo and ends up capturing the both of them. So all's well that ends well. And now Kira has both Hondo and IG-88 in her custody. It's very interesting to see what might happen with those two because, you know, Hondo obviously gets loose at a later time since he shows up in Star Wars Rebels. And this obviously happens, well, maybe not wholly obviously, but I think we're given the implication that this happens before Star Wars Rebels. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see where exactly this fits in the timeline because we don't really have a clear picture of it, though. This also happens to take place on Ord Mantell. Once again, we have another episode of Forces of Destiny this season happening there, and it might also be taking place in almost the exact same location as Bounty Hunted took place in because we see some of the same sort of market stalls with awnings and whatnot. And we also see just very briefly at the very beginning of the episode off in the right hand side. In fact, I'll put a screenshot up here. Two characters off to the lower right foreground where that could be Score and Jackson or characters that look like Score and Jackson that we talked about in Bounty Hunted in the sixth episode from Forces of Destiny. Score, of course, being the bounty hunter that Han Solo ran into on Ord Mantell in Legends now because it hasn't been re-canonized. And Jackson, of course, the giant green rabbit. And he has been re-canonized, but he hasn't appeared in anything other than Star Wars Adventures, I believe, if I'm not wholly mistaken, at least not officially and still not confirmed as being Jackson, but certainly looks like someone at least from his rabbit humanoid species. And that is going to do it for our talk about Forces of Destiny All the episodes, we've covered them all now from episode 1 through episode 16 of season 2. Now let's take a quick break and then we'll do Last Jedi Trivia when I get back. Stay tuned! Hey Rebel Rouser, if you're enjoying Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast, bringing you a daily dose of Star Wars joy for more than 4 years and 1,500 episodes now, I hope you'll consider putting a tip in the metaphorical tip jar at patreon.com slash sw7x7. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash sw7x7. You can show your support for as little as $1 per month, and if you do a little bit more, there's a little bit more fun for you too. Again, that's p-a-t 
S-T-A-R-E-O-N.com slash SW7X7. I thank you, and Star Wars 7x7 thanks you too. Welcome back. So last time I asked you what tantrum-y thing Podameron did when he found out what Holdo's plan was, and that was that he knocked over a chair. And today's question for you, where did that confrontation take place on the Radis? And that is going to do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening, as always, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you become a spy for the Jedi Council, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you want to join the inner circle of fans of the podcast, become a patron of the show at patreon.com slash SW7x7. It's not a night at the space opera, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824.